All right, so I'll start. I'll start at the beginning here. Uh, let's go back to season three. Let's okay. And, yes. Okay. To so when, let's go to back. when we first meet. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's start there. Okay. First of all, all of these funny things are coming back to me, knowing that I'm going to be talking to you because it's been such a while that I've even thought about this. Um. I remember all of these funny things, especially with that dude, Mystical Mike, which is so funny that he's such an insignificant part of all of it. And I don't even think they even <laughs> put him on there because he had some substantial art skills. I think they thought, oh, my God, this guy's going to be a fucking mess and it's going to be fabulous. Right. I, I can imagine him. Out. He, he I had him on the show as well. Um, He wasn't prepared and he kind of explained you know he was young and he didn't think he should be there so he had to put on this this bravado act and um and and, and also was homosexual and that was oh. a a so he already had this mask that he operated through to avoid all this uh hate that he had gotten in high school that had actually been directed at his mother Man, I'm making a. I'm I'm telling this whole sub story. It's not my my, <laughs> but I did want to. I did want to. I guess let you know. You know, just with everything, obviously this deeper, but you're absolutely spot on. He was not ready to be there. He felt it too, and now at one point, you and him got in a fight, and it about got my ass kicked. Do you remember this at all? Really? Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> I don't remember how it involved you, but I remember that. So here's the thing: is it. It's unfortunate that he felt that way because I thought that he was like a, a pretty cool dude. And I was probably one of the only of all of the 16 people there that was like, I saw something and I'm like, all right, this guy's pretty cool. Like, you know, he's kind of weird. He's kind of random, but, but, but the, you know, he's got, he, he's, he's got something there. He was an interesting mm -hmm. individual, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, no, and, I follow. I think I the cameras saw the same thing because that motherfucker is asked about. I have this podcast. We talk to people. I do all these tattoo conventions. I'm all across the country. Everybody asks, points out mystical. Everybody knows him. He was on for like two fucking episodes. But, you know, I little things about him, which a couple of things in my mind I'll bring up. But I what happened with the fight part is 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 I pulled him aside one day in the hallway. Right. Uh behind the kitchen area, I pulled him aside. I said, check it out, dude. I go, oh, when people are frustrated with you, because when, when they ask you a question, instead of like eloquently answering, you randomly filibuster a bunch of dog shit. And, and instead of just saying something, you know, intelligent and then shutting the fuck up. Right. Yes. Um, <laughs> That's a I good, he was a walking <laughs> filibuster. Yeah, I was like, but but if you just I'm trying to help you because I, I, I see something you knew. I think you're a cool person. Just you might get less wrath from all of these people who are serious artists. If, if you could just tone it down a touch, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Anyway, and, and then so the whole time promptly he throws you under the bus when you go downstairs. Yes, this? <laughs> OK, I was wondering how much sooner because he wasn't in there for that long. So it would have had to been within the next couple of days. Wow. Yeah, it was it was pretty soon, which I was kind of shocked because I like totally had his back and I tried to be a friend to him when people fucking hated this guy. And I just remember it was funny because when we went upstairs after he threw me under the bus, 
all of us were up there in the living room area, right? And they start rolling mm. cameras. And I go, I got something to say. And it was fucking crickets in there. You could have heard a pin drop, dude. It was hilarious. Oh my gosh. And then all of that happened that you saw. How did that affect you? Well, that's that's exactly it right there, the way they can do editing. So they have me saying to somebody something about fuck off or, or something. And then they have you saying, fuck you. I'll put my foot up your ass or something to, to mystical. <laughs> And they cut it together as a commercial and it completely 100% looks like I am just disrespecting you like a motherfucker. If you oh, watch the commercial oh, yeah. <laughs> and removed from true? that context, I believe your, your husband at the time had seen it and was not not happy about it. And, <laughs> and you know who he is. He's not the I would not want to stand in a fight like I developed skills at fighting called with running. I have pretty good endurance and cardio. <laughs> <laughs> and I will put those two things together and I will live. But I mean, that's that's the only uh, chance that I really have against someone. Your 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 husband was was um, I mean, he filled up my doorway. He's he's what, seven foot tall and three hundred and fifty two pounds. I'm not wrong. So and he got mad when he's seen it. You told me you, in, in hindsight, you told me oh, funny little story. And and we were just seeing him. That was that weekend at the um, premiere. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. you're like, oh, I'm like, how oh, you making me feel really comfortable? She's like, funny story. My husband is about to kill you. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. I didn't even realize that happened anyway. So um, which funny thing about Mystical Mike. OK, uh, something that I'll never forget. Right. And other than that, that that time that he totally threw me under the bus when I had his back, I thought, I, you know, relatively had this kid. I'm like, all right, he's, he's young. He's, he's ridiculous, but, but I, he, there's, you know, he does have a brain, you know, and, and maybe I could help this guy. Right. And he has, he has those, is it, may, come on, let's be honest. He has those soft little puppy dog eyes. Am I wrong? <laughs> he's, he looks like, uh, who should, Ke Kelly Doty should draw him. Like that, every character that she draws is pretty much really. Uh, he has better eyes than Dave Navarro. Dave Navarro has intense eyes, but if you took Dave Navarro's hair and you put it on a <laughs> mystical Mike, uh, I do like that's the face you really want, right? Oh Ain't my it? gosh, that's so funny. Okay, so check this out. Let me let me paint this picture for you because it is burned into my mind. <laughs> Okay. Yes. Do you remember when we did the um the grills, the grills oh, on the God. cars, like right? Yeah. So there were like teams of three people. I remember it was myself, Jason Clay Dunn, and um Yeah. I worked I with Mystical. Um, I can't think of his name. Oh my gosh, he's a sweetheart. Why can't I think? Anyway, uh Jason Clay, was it uh Chris May? No, not Chris Mayhole. He's a sweetheart too. No, um oh my gosh. I can't think of it. Anyway, it wasn't it wasn't the winning one. That was Joey and Jackie Jennings. No, right? he was the tall guy with the beard. Anyway, um, why I feel so silly. I can't think of his name. Anyway, super cool dude. Anyway, so there's three of us, and I I actually drew out the you know um thing. Anyway, my point is not the the contest part. My point is pre contest. We're standing outside of this building. Right. This build this like glass walled building that has all these beautiful cars in it. Right. Yes. And. Um, but before we get into this building, we're standing outside. And <laughs> is this missed? 
Yes, mystical religion. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know if you remember. I, I remember. Okay, I remember so- this is our first introduction to mystical. And, and this fucker is wearing like a Matrix outfit in the hot ass sun. <laughs> And we're all trying to escape the sun. We're they're st- we're they're standing us like the only place that you guys can actually stand is straight up in the sun, right? Yes. And Mystical's there, and he was perching on like yes, parking pylons no, or something. He literally, he literally. There's that's what I'm trying to say. Oh my god, I love you for remembering that. So <laughs> outside this glass building that has these hot rods, about every five feet is a four foot tall cylindrical concrete yeah. um pillar so, so that yeah, if somebody were to run into breaking the, the foundation when you're backing a truck up you're gonna hit that absolutely first. and absolutely. it's just the so perfect this- place for somebody who thinks he's straight out of the crow brandon lee coming oh. out <laughs> except that he was also that day wearing three foot platform combat boots Oh, my God. He did this in boots. He literally hopped up in just a half a second. Once he was on the ground, now he's knees into his chest, hands in front of him like Spider-Man, Batman, the crow. All I love it. Together, yeah. Perched at the top of this fucking cylindrical. Hot ass sun beaten down leather pants, bacon. I was like blown away. I love you for seeing for remembering that. I can't. That's what. Oh my god! <laughs> I, do you remember how it how it ended? It, it was kind of quick. No. One, one of the producers, uh, one of the like the one that kind of she was just she didn't engage. She was kind of more removed. She was kind of like really ugly. Um, just I don't know everything. I shouldn't say ugly. That's so mean. But she was kind of like she was. Most of the producers there kind of were like, I started out wanting to be an actor and I changed. And I did this, you know, and she was like, I'm just kind of here, you know, like, <laughs> ah, fuck you. And anyway, so this lady as a producer or whatever, a production assistant, she just looked at Mike and she's seen him up there. She's oh, no, get 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 down. <laughs> and he was like, oh, OK, right on. And I, I felt the same. He's we so felt happy. It was it didn't look like I felt like, oh, my God, I'm so hot right now. He in those leather <laughs> pants and all that. I like when my when I see kids like my 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 son goes oh out in the cold ass Michigan weather out here and he just goes out in his robe. I'm like, go play with the dog for a little bit. He needs some exercise. He'll be like, all right, and he'll go in some sandals and his fucking robe. And I'm just like, it's freezing, man. Don't you know, my grand the grandmother in me pipes up. <laughs> And, and the same when I saw that him, the grandmother and me was like, oh, my God, you're so like you are the hottest out of all of us, which actually we found out later that he actually knew he was, I don't know, maybe, you know, the best looking also equals the hottest. And okay. maybe that maybe that went together. I don't know. There was something in me that went off. I was like, dude, get down the fuck off of that because your balls <laughs> have got to be like you are never had. This is like no children. Now you just baked them things. <laughs> At any rate, that's fucking nuts. Um, Enough about Mike. And, you know, I see him all the time. I I love Mike. We get along great. I I give him a hug every time I see him. We catch up a little bit. I think I just saw him two to three weeks ago. Does he live by you or do you at conventions? You guys do conventions. At conventions. Yep. Yep. We just been hitting the road like that so much. And then he's he's, uh, you know getting out there and doing it he's really admirable about it because 
he people do want to know they talk about ink masters but it never translates as he explains into a sale for his tattoos it's really <laughs> just a hundred percent waste of his time if he talks about ink master because they're like wow yeah let's talk about you know the worst days of your life and uh the whole reason why i know you and so like it's interesting to see because he has developed a client list kind of completely aside from that you know what i mean almost yeah. whereas everybody else it, it would they can at least use social media platforms and stuff to get clients and he's like yeah that's kind of <laughs> shot for me too i have to go up meet people say hi draw them wow. shit <laughs> make them want it tattoo them and make a living wow that's cool too though i respect the shit out of that that's cool oh fuck yeah fuck good yeah good for him you see him you tell him i said hi <laughs> I will. Absolutely. I'll say she doesn't want to break a foot off in your ass anymore. What was that? Was that your thing? Was it was it a foot or a shoe? I feel like it oh. might have been a shoe. Do you recall? I don't know. Probably a foot. I don't know. I, I, One of I those things that they would like, like we, we'd never realize how much we might say something or you just say like, yeah, I say that, but not is so much. And then all like me, I didn't realize how often I rolled my eyes. But it seemed to be the one thing that they were like, let's just get Kyle rolling his eyes again. <laughs> right. They, they picked the thing. OK, yeah. so for you, it was something about shoes and, and, and asses or, yeah. feet, or, or, or feet and asses. <laughs> OK, so that dude. All right. The guy, the guy who caused the problems. Right. Initially, his wife was pretty upset uh that he was getting tattooed by me and um oh it's i don't have we like this i wanted this to be a teaser i fucked it up we're having a great time but we're talking now about the lawsuit that resulted i don't know resulted from but i mean you you're a tough ass bitch <laughs> go well, <thank> <laughs> i'll just leave that there <laughs> like like you you uh one one shot one punch knockout KO'd an unruly <laughs> MFR and to the point that he should be further disgraced. And I don't know how much of this you can talk about or how much you're going to make me edit out, call your lawyer. Um, <laughs> but to the point that he proved even more what a fucking little bitch he was and saw you in court, got knocked out in front of you face to face, and then had to go and plead with the court that you were too much of a threat to his, I don't know what, but that he needed money compensation. Is that incredible? And you know what it said? You know what it said? Let me tell you. It said Ali Lee, you know, uh, Dave Navarro, Spike TV, Ink Master, all of this stuff. I won't get all into it, you know, uh, but but versus this dude and his and his old lady. And, it, and at the very top, it said concussions and embarrassment. <laughs> and I'm just kind of like, and, which and, did and, he get the most? Did, and he actually got money from this, just settled out of court, though. We're never going to talk about it. Yes, that's what he got. And OK, yes. yeah. Well, she got more because um, when because she was more embarrassed because she had to go back home with that piece of shit. Lucy. Well, I'll explain. <laughs> so uh -huh. so so from season three, when he was like, we're talking about the whole thing and it, it initially started with, um, you know, this Celtic not cross that he wanted. Yeah, yeah. And we have to go way back before redemption. Yeah, Yes. So we're in season three and, and the main issue, and I'll keep it quick, is he wanted. Oh, you don't have to. We're here for a podcast. These people are they're like, give give me a conversation. They're, they're fixing motorcycles right now. We're cleaning houses. Understood. Understood. <laughs> right on. And so this guy, 
uh, initially a pretty cool dude and he was really excitable. His wife was kind of upset that I was going to work on it, but whatever. He was cool initially. She was upset because you were prettier than her. Whatever it may be. Okay. Okay. It was never stated why then. Yeah. She just didn't like me. Okay. So when she didn't know me and whatever. And so anyway, he wanted this Celtic knot cross that had a third. 13 on either side of the top short sides of the cross, right? And I said, mm. okay, I can absolutely do that for you. But I'm Irish. I love Celtic knotwork. Celtic knotwork is continuously unbroken knotwork, in my opinion. And if I were to put a 13 in either side of those pieces of the cross, it would be broken knotwork, which I can happily do, or I can put it in the background somehow. So that's what we talked about. And it was on camera at that moment. He was like, I go, I can do either. What's your choice? He chose for me to do it in the background. We did the tattoo. And then he was on camera hugging me so happy. Right. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then I don't know if he was coerced, if he was just if she was bad, whatever. He comes back at the at the um, what's the Wait, who did who did her tattoo? Yes. Yes. OK, so she got an unfinished tattoo that day am i wrong i'm not sure i don't remember what she got um for some reason i felt that but i guess maybe it was on a ribbon day or something what what day was that special day of of the celtic knot work for you do you remember I, if it I, was I, accuracy or what i have no idea i i, no. I i'd have to rewatch it it's been a long time so um i'm just wondering know, if she was all amped up super pissed off because he's like i got this awesome tattoo fucking i love it and she got like <laughs> nothing finished and so she's like you know what everybody has a shit day when i have a shit day and my con- <laughs> my, my husband's my control I, so i'm just gonna turn the valve on i'm like oh you like that tattoo well let's really dissect it. <laughs> that very well could be oh my god you are so funny well she, she was already pissed off and i'm gonna say it was because we have no other reason. Like she should like people there. Why? There's no reason not to like anybody no. there from the short interactions that we had. People walked away from from Josh Hibbard and were like, "No, Josh this Hibbard. guy's all right." <laughs> Josh Hibbard. That's who I had in my. That was one of the three okay. when we did that. Um, when we and, did and the, s- the anyway. Great. Yeah, guy. super I sweet. Him. I had him on as well. Also, he's fucking like, and I had to give him so much more credit because he explains to me he's autistic. Like, I have to grow and learn. Like, my like, I would have been Dude, very rad. happy maybe to just not like him all the time and just be like, you know, and I, I grew up a bit in the time that passed, and then then we talk, and I'm like, I really got to give the guy a bigger pass than that, you know? Like, I, I think in all those cases, right? We probably gotta calm down and be like well maybe maybe they're going through something when someone's really pissing you off and just trying to work your buttons or cutting you off on the highway maybe their grandmother is on fire somewhere and they just I got the call autism. i love yeah, it that, that's what i'm going with from now on someone cuts me off on the highway i'm just like his grandmother's probably on fire he's gonna go put her out i'll follow oh him God. and i'll piss on oh. her and help him i love that i love that words to live by words to live by Okay, so Josh so was the I one that was on the contest with you in the in the yes, challenge. Josh. You couldn't think of earlier. Yes. OK. Yes. yes. And oh, my God. And, I don't know if you remember when Jason Clay Dunn used to um, used to uh, do that weird um, goat thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, OK. Was, yes. Oh, my God. That was so funny. Oh, I got to come back to that <laughs> later because my, my kid's dad almost killed him anyway at a convention. Little Clay Dunn. Oh, yeah. Like I had to beg, I had to put my relationship on the line to save this guy's life. It, for Jason, it's, he, what, 
I'm not kidding. Like he took a photo. I'll just tell you real quick intermission. He took a photo where his mm. eyes were looking down at my tits and he posted it. Oh man. And somehow my kid's dad, who's Santa Cruz Hells Angels, saw it and he was so fucking pissed that he literally left Santa Day to come to San Francisco to fucking murder this guy. And I was <laughs> like, oh my God, he was gonna break his his art hand. You but, don't uh, understand what well, I just, we imagine alleged right? let's i'm just gonna in case we oh use it allegedly and we don't know but that is the same reason that uh i had of a fear when they had to cut that thing together was uh that he was he was mad of the same of the same you know kind of fashion i i i feel i don't know it doesn't bother me i know some of my friends have been this way too and i've watched them change kind of where uh they can be super jealous like like i remember one of my friends got hugged oh, yeah. by somebody at oh, the show yeah. or, or hugged oh, yeah. his wife and he was like whoa that ain't right and uh he came up and he tried to check with a couple of his boys and he was getting really mad and trying to almost you know get factions together of sorts at the conventions and uh he was really early on and and he was like, that ain't right, man. Like, I wouldn't do that to your wife, Kyle. And I was like, oh, wait a second. Actually, Carl, the other person in this conversation, we're both trying to calm him down a bit. I was like, Carl just did that with my wife. <laughs> like, literally, moments before we even had this conversation, hugged. Like, that's the normal thing that we do when we You're see cool everybody. Sure. <laughs> You're cool and secure. And it's not. But that's not how my 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 dude was at the time. And I think uh, there isn't a level of that could be related to his, his, his the the group affiliation too. His his fear of other people having the oh, judgment no, now. He, no, he, he was he be, he was a he became a club member twelve years into our sixteen year relationship. He 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 was always uh, a fighter. Let's put okay. it that way. Well, I'm cutting all that uh, out because I ain't gonna make a target of myself. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm anyway, just moving right on. So check this out. I'm doing a convention. <laughs> but little Jason Clay Dunn had his, had, was looking at your titties in a picture. Was Jason doing I it guess, on purpose or, maybe or not? He, but I don't know. Maybe he was just doing that thing where he bugs his eyes and he just happened to be looking down. I mean, I, right. I, I just assume he, he, he made me laugh so fucking much that I, I just thought he was great. And um and but now at this point, my my dude who's six, six, 350 pounds is benches 500 pounds. You know, uh, anger. I like how it gets. I like how it gets longer. It goes. We're gonna. You're gonna describe him again, and then you're gonna tell me his uh his four four. Like he runs a a, what a quad in, or I don't know the numbers. (laughs) You're gonna be like, (laughs) like every time you've described him so far, we've get a further insight into his into his his physicality. Yeah. Now he's up to benching, and I figure next we're gonna be like, you know, he tows a truck with his teeth. Yeah. Oh my God. Let, but let me, you saw him, right? He, he fills up the doorway. That's exactly. Yeah. Okay. So he's, he's on his way to San Francisco. And super nice guy. Right? I got to say too, like I yeah. would have had no idea that um, he would have ever been mad at Jason like this or oh even God. me. But had it, you not told me. Mm-hmm. But, but if, he, if only Jason didn't post this photo. Okay. And, and, and I wouldn't have thought it looked at this photo and thought, Oh my God, he's being disrespectful. But the person that I was with, was hypersensitive to fucking everything, which is why after Ink Master, I didn't do a lot of social media stuff because anytime somebody, it, it, we are not together anymore, love, 
love him dearly. We have a great relationship. But 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 it, 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 he was just so crazy jealous about everything. So he's on his way up to San Francisco to annihilate Jason. And I am literally begging with my life for him to leave him alone. Jeremy shows up. Okay, there's quite the height difference between these two individuals. Jeremy comes up to the booth and he finds us and, and I can tell his fist is shaking. And now Jeremy's never lost a fight. He, he loves it more than sex. And he was practically <laughs> a sex addict. Okay. Like <laughs> it's, it, they're probably neck and neck. Right. So, I follow, so, so yeah. he, looks at Jason, he looks at Jason and he goes, come with me outside now. Oh, Jason, Jason didn't like, do that. Oh, fuck. Jason goes <laughs> out. Jason is like, he kind of tucks his head and his shoulders go in. And, and uh -huh. he's following Jeremy outside of the convention. Oh, center. he did. He followed him. He did. Oh, it wasn't going to be good on you, for him Jason. if he didn't. And, really? And, it would have been worse for him I inside remember It was like 10 minutes, probably a million years in Jason time. It, 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 it was probably one of the worst moments of his life. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating. But no, it uh, have I, been I bet you're not. Because they come in whatever conversation Jeremy had with it, which he could be very scary when he was angry, you know, and and uh, and so quick to fight that for him to hold back. Um, I got a lot of shit for it forever for trying to help Jason out. I don't think he really understands. Anyway, so they <laughs> come back in. Jeremy splits off. Jason comes back to the convention booth with me. And he is, I mean, he's already a white ginger guy, but I mean, if he could be literally colorless and almost kind of sweaty, he just opens this bottle of Xanax or whatever it was, and he takes one and he just kind of sits there and he's just like, oh my God. I'm just like, oh my God, you poor guy. Anyway, oh my God. Oh man, yes. Pops he, he was Xanax funny. And <laughs> that was, is funny. Was, I think you almost, you have to know jason though too such right? a nice guy oh my gosh he's so funny i think out of everyone i think jason clay dunn literally had me fucking dying well, he would just, fuck he that was dude so that's funny. what i'll say about clay dunn oh i don't know <laughs> do you guys have beef I yeah i got beef with him right now he's too fucking full of anxiety to come on the show Probably still Why? worried your old man's going after him or something. Yeah. That's probably, Why? Why would he be worried? He's like Kyle. Ever since that moment outside with uh with with Ali's husband, I was just like, <laughs> "Fuck it," you know. I don't need social medias anymore. I'm kind of living the hermit life. Yeah, I don't know. He hasn't. Um, there's there's other people. I shouldn't say he's the only one. And I don't mean to say fuck him. Actually, I love Jason. Same with uh tattoo baby. She, I think she might be a little bit too big for me. But hey. You know how how fame is. It's a fucking ladder ride. So I'll catch her on the way back down. She's good at all that stuff. I remember <laughs> for her, I had to talk her down off a ledge for a quick minute. They wanted me to talk a bunch of shit about her, but I uh -huh. wouldn't because like, we broke out and and she was crying one day and I was sitting with her and I was like, dude, what's going on? And she was like, she was living with her dude in Florida and um and they found like like a crop of 200 plants and it was super See, fucking say all this shit <laughs> what, the what was that i don't know i i, I i've avoided that like because i didn't i know about some of it but i try not to because i've been waiting for that girl to come on but you know what it's all our it's all our story you were helping yeah, her well, during that moment then she needed it i remember she was i mean there was it was crazy back home for her it was, yeah. And so she had been because they were lot. charging her with it. Right. She, it, her name was on the lease or something. I, I don't remember exactly. So I'm just going to assume all that worked out. 
for her and all of that. Um, you know, she's got the TV show now. Oh, yeah. I don't watch any of that kind of stuff. Well, are you familiar with the name of it? Uh, no. I, I think it's Cartel Inc. or something. <laughs> like, seriously? She's, oh. her, her father it, it was used to work for Pablo Escobar and also oh. has never been seen since working for Pablo Escobar. Like he oh. went to work one day, you know, I don't think they punched a clock or whatever, but then like, you know, hundred percent like uh, this, like, you know, Scarface, I don't know. We, we have no idea what happened, you know, like wow. he's just missing. So we can imagine. And, and any, at any rate, um, she, so this is part of her life. You know, she explained at one point, but she also then has this connection kind of with this. I'm not going to say mafia at all. I don't mean to say that or even imply that, but I mean to say with this icon or this kind of, you know what I mean? So now there's this cartel ink show that comes out and it's got different like kind of mob influenced people or something. Uh, oh, okay. And she's on it. Oh, wow. Well, good for her. Yeah. Fuck she, yeah was that's always, she was always super fucking nice to me. And the producers would always want me to trick bag her and like, and be like, so do you <laughs> think that she should be here? And she didn't finish this and that. And she, sh I go, you know what? If she made it through and, and she fucking cut some corners and she made it to the next level. Good for her. I go, she's fucking rad. She's one of the coolest people here that I fucking met. She was, and I was awesome like, too. And they couldn't, they couldn't get me to talk shit about fucking anybody. But if I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it to their face like Mystical Mike. I'm going to fucking say it to your face. But I'm a very, very nice person. I remember that, too. You <laughs> took the time to like, I think other people kind of talked their little bit. We got a little bit of, um, I mean, it ain't like you just tied right into him. You kind of just waited for the floor. You know, yeah. everybody's got a bunch of ego shit to say when they come up from challenges and stuff that was going on. And then you're kind of like, all right, here's the thing. Let's just cut through some yeah. bullshit for a second. I got something to say. And you know what? I got to other subject. I got to say to you personally, I never really got the opportunity to thank you. Oh, and fuck, I, for what? What I do? I thank you for helping me. It was probably just a small thing and you thought nothing of it. But you were sitting right next to me to my right when we, we were doing the tattoo machine build deal and 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 i use rotary machines and before that i used right. pneumatic and all that shit and i didn't use a traditional machine until the very beginning of my career and i'm like fuck i don't know how to put this together and you picked up one of your machines and you handed it to me and said just do this i don't oh, know right if on. you even remember that but it was <laughs> no, so fucking it was so fucking rad that you were like that, that that's one of the major things I remembered about you is that I you feel like that. there was a ca capacitor problem that you had as well. I think I, well, actually, I got it now running that, now that that comes back. I totally Good got job. it running. I just didn't get it running in time, but it was a, a little win for me. And I wouldn't have been able to do that if you didn't have me your machine to 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 use as a reference. So eternally, I thank you for that. No, no also, problem. also, another thing that I respect the fuck out of you four is always being yourself i'm not gonna name names but it was kind of <laughs> funny it was kind of funny when some dudes that would be bros then the cameras would come on and then they would just throw each other under the bus and be terrible to each other and then the cameras would go off one particular person not going to say their name went up name names elbowed him in the arm and said 
you know, we're bros, right? It's all good. And I remember thinking, <laughs> what the fuck? And I said to myself, I gotta, I gotta hold my head up high in this industry for the rest of my life. And I will be nothing other than my authentic self. And I just thought that you were that too. And I wanted to I tell appreciate you, that. Let's, yeah. let's shit on some of these. Have you watched any of the kids, any of the new shows then? No, I'm going to segue right off of that one. Into, nope. Okay. Nope. I you haven't watched it pretty much since your season then. Yes, sir. I, I well, pre-apologize. One thing I know that from season three, you're nothing to apologize for. Fuck that thing. It doesn't pay us. Right. <laughs> um, except, uh, of course, for me trying to to retain relevancy by rehashing a dead horse. Sponsorship, uh, sponsorships for me. Uh, quite can, they picked up today after the after the show oh yeah i did conventions in belgium um i just wasn't a huge social media person but all this stuff was happening sanaderm sustained topical numbing all these different things i did different conventions where they paid for everything um oh, awesome. i did actually uh belgium it was in brussels belgium it was two ends of a of a week like two either ends of a week so so uh the first week and the last week and they paid for food booth hotel two different conventions and then we stayed with the alakmar hells angel charter um which was a five-story building in alakmar and those dudes looked like i looked at me like i had four fucking heads when i told them i had bread in my refrigerator for like two weeks at a time because they get it every day from the bakery which i thought was funny um, why why is that why is that funny well they they just i don't know do you i don't Does have it, time to go to i wonder the if there's stuff day, goes but it's, bad a, it's a european thing Right, right. Possibly they don't have all these fucking preservatives and shit in their shit. I, that's why I'm <laughs> I'm thinking that they're like, how the fuck can you keep bread for two weeks? It's impossible. And you're like, nah, I man. It's, <laughs> have you have you had Taco Bell? Leave that thing out for three days. It's got no bacteria left. It's still fine. Oh my god, that's so fucking funny. Okay, so so we'll get back to uh the season three uh part. Okay, so building up with that. Mm -hmm. All right, lady doesn't like me for some reason. Blah blah blah. Uh, the season three premiere happens and these people stand up and they challenge me and whatever. And all three judges had my back because it was all on camera, which I really appreciated from all three judges. And um, anyway, so then they, you know, that all ends, whatever. And then this, the, the redemption series comes up. Okay. And, and this is when I was telling you that they kept calling and they're like, and I, and I, and I turned them down a few times actually. Uh, and then they kept wanting because they really wanted to piss me off. They're like, oh, she's so nice until you piss her off. Right. And so. Um, <laughs> so what do we got to do to make TV? <laughs> exactly. It, they knew that it would that it would just be so much fun. And um, anyway, so I told him, I said, I will not work on this. Dude. Well, I'm telling you. And, you know, so many different people that I talked to uh, that worked for the show that were like, oh, yeah, yeah. And, and exactly what you said. It, it, you said it just beautifully. Oh, well, well we had know, I'll preface that now. We had a conversation slightly before this conversation, which also explains why it just opened up the way it did. Uh, and we were talking about exactly. And I know that they kind of didn't tell you that they wouldn't. I preface this. And you said this is exactly the words. I think I can say it again. Um, they said, oh, yeah, obviously we have no control over who is going to be able to be that will even be there because there was a number of people. But we obviously also don't want to put you in a situation that you won't be happy. 
I mean, just I mean, it could have literally been word for word. Okay. or or actually, I should say happy. They wouldn't say happy. They would say comfortable. Sure. Absolutely. Because they they know you're not going to be happy. No, they they have this. They they knew what to say and and they wanted me to be comfortable and they wanted me to do this. You can come on here and do something awesome and it's going to be great. It's this redemption series. It's going to be awesome. And I'm thinking, okay. And they're like, we're going to we're going to we're going to like blast your shop in Santa Cruz because I I have a pretty red shop that has like a bunch of graffiti on the wall. It's pretty cool. Anyway, so in the beginning of the segment, you know, uh, you see my husband at the time on his bike and I'm in my 66 murdered Chevelle and and that's like the beginning of the segment or whatever right and and then it goes to it and and, okay I remember I remember being on the stage setting up my stuff and I'm the only one there on this like you know kind of in our little tattoo area all the other artists weren't there was just me so I'm setting up my machines and then just out of left field that dude I think his name was John walks up and i'm like motherfucker here we go like it's go time right now were right? cameras rolling at the time then too yes must- sir they- okay right they were and she was with him she was with him and, and yeah he some needed reason, some backbone oh my god because he did not which is super funny when i explain exactly what happened so he's talking to me and he's unhappy for whatever reasons. And I'm like, but it's what we discussed and all this kind of shit. And, and it all comes out and, and you can watch it on YouTube. There's a little clip of it. And he's saying all this fucked up shit. And he's pissed that I will not tattoo him. I'm refusing. I refuse to tattoo this guy because he's such a shit. Right. And, yes. and he started calling me a bunch of names. But it wasn't until he called my mother a whore that I was like, all right, motherfucker. And that's what I said. I, what you had said in our previous conversation was that it, you know, what were you saying about people in Georgia? Well, shit, some yes, Georgia, Alabama, and Texas. Those are all things that will get you acquitted. <laughs> you know, like that. Oh fuck, wait a second. Called his mother a whore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I I motion for immediate acquittal. Yeah. Yeah. I think this trial is over with. Yeah. <laughs> it was over before it started. You talked about his mama. Anyway, Mm -mm. so that's exactly what happened. So I, you can see it on YouTube. There's a little clip and I go go to the end of the stage. And at this point, like I said, I said, what the fuck did you say to me? And he turns around after just, just spewing obscenities at me. Just, Mm -hmm. just, just fucking vomiting. Mm -hmm. No, won't do it. He turns around, comes nose to nose with me. I'm at the edge of the stage. And 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 I, he's now a foot down below me uh, at the edge of the stage. I'm at the top edge of the stage. Right. Because they had those three uh, stairs. Yeah. There was only one and, step at this point. I, I don't remember exactly, but he comes up. Okay. I mean, he's just a butt hair from my fucking face. And I and I said, what the fuck did you say? And then he said something again. And, and in a moment, you kind of just see my wheels turning because I'm thinking, oh, my God. Either, it, it, like I told you, either either this guy's the bitch or I'm the bitch. And I'm never going to fucking live this down from my dude if if, right. if if I don't do something about this guy being just... Called your mama a whore. Called that, your mother a whore. That was it. So, and then so, put his face right in front of you like that? Yes. And oh you, my had God. The, you had the... But now that's stupid on his behalf, too. I remember I was on the redemption, got in a fight with a guy the same... I mean, the fucking same kind of situation. I was like... 
it shouldn't be this guy. He's a dick. I won't tattoo him, it, you know, and they're like, oh, yeah, I probably yeah. won't. And then he shows up. I did the same thing, though. I had him down to where or I at least wow. I was backing him up to oh. where if he had to go backwards, he was falling off of that ledge. So you you were had the high ground again, wow. yeah. thinking of your footing. <laughs> And let me guess yeah. you come down from fucking from death from above. What how, how you, you hit him? You knocked him out enough to cause a lawsuit. Yeah. So <laughs> knocked him out. I knocked him out. And I, I swear to God, Jab, you know, right hook, I, I, was I, like it? I Overhand, said, I'm right? not a fighter. Right hook. Right hook. <laughs> I had been taught, uh, like I was saying, the, the, the you know, the gentleman who helped me own a business yeah. was the sergeant at arms of the West Coast. And, and, and so I was taught, I, I'm not a fighter, but I was shown to hit properly without breaking my finger bones in case I were to get in a fight. Right. Oh, you're a tattoo artist. They had to, they had to, you had, you got to protect your money there. And I think it was just this like perfect storm of accuracy and anger and all of it together. And I just <laughs> fucking right hooked this dude in the nose, eye, cheek area. And, 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 and I knew that it connected good because I felt like this nitrous oxide turbo booster switch of fucking just it was it, it just <laughs> a, a energy. Yeah. It, it yeah. was insane. And then he fell away for a while. So I knew like you I, you absorbed his energy like rogue or something when you connected with his skin. You're like, mm, I take your life force. <laughs> I don't even know. But I, I've only gotten in a couple of fights in my whole life. And I remember this feeling. And yeah, you might I, be like, addicted to thumb, it. Right. And I was just, <laughs> but I, I'm like, really, I tattoo for a living, but I'm seriously like 1950s housewife. I like to bake and cook and all this shit. And I like cleaning my house. It's no joke. Right. And, uh, and um, anyway, and so, uh, and so, okay, 1950s just, housewife with a right hook. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so I just remember him kind of like falling away. And in that moment, uh, his, chubby wife who just hated me to the core for whatever reason and i totally killed her with kindness so i think the nicer i was to her the more she hated me but at this (laughs) moment you know i told him no and that pissed her off and him and all this so he falls away i think she was mad she always had her luggage with her (laughs) (laughs) i you know whatever baggage that shit was piling up all around (laughs) her physical body and in her mind (laughs) You can uh, see it. There. there were problems and fractures inside uh, of that relationship because they was into some weird shit, too. Right. Like the, we knew shit about their sex life that nobody should know about somebody's sex. Am I, am I wrong? Didn't we find well, out I, that they had some weird kind of um, God damn it. What was I it? Some didn't kind know of, that. Please enlighten me. Well, then I'm probably just making all this up and thinking of someone else then, because I thought it was through you that we found out that you're like, yeah, they're in some weird ass shit. Oh, I I know about that. But so check this out. So he falls Mm. away for a while. And this is the second part that apparently you have to pay another $15 to see. I didn't know that you because of the lawsuit. I didn't even know that they saw this part. So let me explain this part that I didn't know anybody. $15. So if I you're guess. an Ink Master fan, there's still fi- <laughs> like 15 bucks and you get extra content. Yeah, from the from the Rede- uh, Ali Lee Redemption episode or whatever, where I knocked this guy out. But there's a second part that you don't see or that I hadn't seen, but I, I heard you could pay to watch. I think my kids and my dude watch it. <laughs> Is that fans <laughs> only or something? <laughs> Maybe, it's like but... some fetishized like yeah. <laughs> hot girls knocking dudes out. Whap, whap. <laughs> 
<laughs> like there's, I'm sure there's a category on Pornhub for just that. Oh Fully clothed hot girls knocking guys out. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Okay, so I don't see him. He must have fallen away. She looks at me. I'll never forget the look on her face. She looked like a fucking bull in a ring, and I held up a fucking red right. towel or something. She's charging you now. She literally charged at me, and I don't think she understood or 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 could appreciate was a what was about to happen <laughs> uh-huh. in a in a fraction of a second. I had my right hand. I had her her hair twisted in my fingers and I had the base of my hand by my thumb at her scalp. So I had full control of this bitch's head and I held her fucking head with her own with her own fucking leverage into the bookshelf a couple times. Oh, man. And then Mm -hmm. I remember that she was on the ground on her back and her knees were in my chest and I was just fucking knuckle punching her as hard as I fucking could. And the crazy she was going fetal was, position, keeping you away or trying to up kick, huh? Well, she was no, uh, she was trying to get me away, but I was just punching her so hard in her face. Cause I was so <laughs> angry that she came at me and, and, and that her, yeah, her knees were, she, her back was on the ground. Her face was to me, but her knees were up at her chest and in my chest. Cause I was so the whole time to- thinking this isn't the way I, I pictured this when I started to charge exactly. this woman. No, she thought that because she was a large woman that she would, but, but, but I, I, I don't know if I just quit thinking, I don't know why it happened so beautifully, but, <laughs> well, but one was I, the head control. Number one, anybody yeah. listening at home, if you want to take anything away from fighting, <laughs> You can, I mean, do, do no head where the head goes. The body will follow. Yeah. And if you've got hair and you're going <laughs> to rinse it up, like you just had to point her head where it went. And then you, just like you said, if she kept trying to put her energy towards you, every single yeah. time it would go towards you, you just do, redirect it towards the bookshelf. It sounds Dude, like it's like her own momentum helped her head into the bookshelf. It was fabulous. It's the energy of the samurai. That's how yeah. keto there. <laughs> Or Aikido, I believe. So you oh had a God. sphere of energy around you. And it, as energy came in, it also left. And you just made sure it was not directed at you. Nice well, job. I, I don't, I mean, this happened. What What? what else was crazy is, it, it, at least to me, it was like four and a half minutes, possibly five minutes of fight time with this lady, punching her in the face on the ground. And no. what's crazy is they kept fucking filming it was more important <laughs> for the people that. to get all of this on camera than it was this, to break up was, this fight. no you couldn't five minutes dude or maybe four minutes it was an eternity it was a fucking that, eternity. that is such a long fight you were you winded dude, when you got done i'm trying to check I, you you might have just had one of them moments like you said for jason when when that maybe, time just went super slow maybe fighting that happens but but, but we're talking you in this when moment, you got done in this moment, I knocked him out. Yeah. Then he went down. She came at me. I put her in the bookshelf. Then she's on the ground with her back on the ground, her knees in my chest, her feet in my belly, and I'm knuckle punching her with my right hand, and I'm banging her head onto the ground with my left hand, and it's just an eternity. And you know what? Oh they they did not stop filming. You know how that fight stopped? That mm. dude came to. He he fucking came out of his whatever he was knocked out for a minute and he fucking himself had to pull me off of his wife oh my god 
I'm loving this. They would not stop filming. And then, (laughs) then you know, I'm loving this because there's a conversation that happened after all of this. Right. I'm I'm, I'm, I want to come right back to where we're at because we're just getting up to where the guy's waking up from being knocked out and and saving his wife as everybody (laughs) has been filming like a world star event or something. But there, like there was a conversation that occurred between two, at least two camera guys, a director and other people that were on set. And, and there was a producer that was like, it's not in my pay grade, you know, like <laughs> right? to take a punch. And like, nope. we should have had some security. We didn't really think that one through, huh? Yeah, and, and, and then someone else, the camera guys that were like, man, I could have helped. But, you know, I think I and, the, and you know, I think I, it, I had to get the footage. Right. Yeah. And then there was a producer that was like, yeah, right on. You did the right thing. <laughs> we'll have to suffer the hundred thousand dollar lawsuit, you know, keep it. But, but it was for the ratings itself, we're making more than a hundred grand off of that bitch, right? Dude, it's crazy. It's it's absolutely insane. Okay, so finally, because this dude probably after at least three, four minutes, in my mind, it was four and a half five. minutes. Yeah, eternity. I'm sticking with five. Uh uh-huh. I wanna go five. Was, I'm with it was you. an eternity. It was an eternity. <laughs> that is a, a like a, a MMA boat, like start to finish five minutes or not start, but one round. Unbelievable. It was unbelievable from start to finish. Is she a bloody mess at all? What? Is she a bloody mess at all? Well, I, I, I don't remember exactly. They actually, Mm -hmm. they might have it on camera. So, so it must've been taken a while for, for this dude who was knocked out by me not mm. a very huge, per- not a very big person, but uh, you know what I'm saying? That, 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 that he had to come to and realize that none of these cameramen or producers were going to do anything about this. <laughs> and so he have you ever woken to- up from being knocked out before? I have not. Probably not. Oh, it, like, so there's an interesting part that we can imagine he was going through for a minute, too. Um, as a as a kid, I we used to like to knock each other out. Stupid. We never <laughs> oh realized. God. So I can be knocked out more easily. I probably shouldn't even share that information. Like if I get (laughs) choked out in a BJJ class or something like that, I have to tap real quick because I know the inroads. My brain naturally goes to fall asleep mode. So when you come back to though, like there's this weird kind of like disenchanted moment where you're not really in your body. You're kind of like hearing audible sounds and making out rough figures of light but you're not able to control yourself, you know, like maybe a baby that doesn't understand its fingers uh, work. Yeah. Or whatever. Wow. And in that moment, then you also start to become conscious of what's going on. Usually for me, it's people looking down and laughing or something, you know, ha, 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 he's <laughs> um, and then you kind of get back and you're like, where the fuck am I? You know, uh, and, and in that moment, he, he may, he, he probably didn't realize for the first couple of seconds that he was filming. He didn't realize after he realized he was filming, he didn't realize what was going on. He had to, he had to then identify his wife and then start to see that she is in trouble and all that. Oh, I love it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Diatribe. So getting back to, he saves her. What's he, how does he save her? Did he hurt so you in he, the process? Or, so he's or, realizing that none of the, and I think this might be why it was happening so long which like I said, that's a fucking eternity. That was for me, it felt like an eternity because these guys weren't stopping at the production. They cared more about the footage, exactly how you said. Um, and and so he pulled Yeah, the lawsuit's already her. happening, whether we yeah, keep oh filming or not. 
<laughs> oh my god! And that they were suing me. I should have sued them for. But I'm not. I'm not a dumb bitch like that. Here, but right. Uh, but you. I wonder that could have been self defense. You know, because they came at me anyway. So yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, actually, there's no standing. Well, yeah. you could at best you could say uh, claim some kind of emotional trauma from the yeah. production company. Be but, like, I know, told him not to have this motherfucker. They had yeah. this motherfucker. I told him yeah. I would beat his ass, so I couldn't be held responsible. They should have known. In my mind, I'm not a cop caller, and I'm not. I'm not fucking somebody that like want, is too happy. And, and so I was right. like, whatever. I'm just be over all this, right? And so anyway, so he pulls me off of her, and all I remember is he's got my back to the wall, and his hands are around my neck, and I'm still trying. Oh. To- to 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 like hit him but his arm was longer than mine right and yeah he's a bigger finally, guy than you yeah he finally he's a guy. Let, he let me go because his wife they didn't was stop crying on him, the ground the, they didn't no. stop him from doing they that didn't either stop then. him either no see so yeah you kind of have a lawsuit you they let yeah. you take two people on i follow you're not a you're yeah. not but I, as me, the wannabe lawyer, I, I don't know. I'd try that one. I'd chase that ambulance. Yeah, no, no, no. Wait a second. Tables are turned. Yeah, yeah, she felt threatened enough that she did land a hook, but that fucker was in her face. Dude, that's, it was, a, that's an assault. It's dude, not it battery, crazy. but that guy assaulted you to come that close. That is, there's a yeah. certain amount of safety yeah. room that you have. And certainly when a man is angry, clenches his fist, comes in nose to nose with you, you have to feel fight or flight it ain't like you're like yeah okay we're all cool at the watering hole no right now i'm being attacked i got to get out of this alligator's path bam right hook he's knocked out oh shit his wife's charging me like a bull i gotta beat her ass too wait a second production company you left me with two motherfuckers pissed off enough to raise hands at me to come in close and assault me to where i had to batter them and then i I was left defenseless against the two of them yeah you had a loss (laughs) I wish I wish you were my lawyer in your other life. You would have been a good job. One of these days. Yeah. In my next life, I'm going to finish school. I'm going to I'm going to go to high school. I'm going to complete that bitch. I'm not going to drop out three weeks before we graduate like I did this time. Oh, my God. Story for another time. Mm -hmm. And I'm 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 135 pounds and and both of them are double my weight easily and so it's just amazing. yeah he was two pounds and she was two 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 bills and i think he was too dude so he pulls me off realizing they're not going to do shit about it so he has me up against the wall by the throat and then he uh, sees her on the ground crying she's got concussions she's a mess her face is all fucking <laughs> red it's all fucked up. The bookshelf yeah. is broken. All this kind of shit. And so he leaves me. They don't pull him off of me. He leaves uh, me to go pick her up and help her away. Uh, and I must have felt so good about everything that happened. For some reason, I'm like, fuck, I know it. Like I did my best. And I have <laughs> gloves on. I have I have two fucking black gloves on each hand, gloved up. And I I I I, I fucking just double flip them. I I I, I like both them hands. Off? flip them off and it's on okay YouTube. yeah stunning st- st- stone cold steve austin style Dude, is it i i didn't yeah, know i'm gonna I say just, i just laughed i, at I was wondering i would have i would have liked it you had no one-liner then well i i, I just I, I i flipped them off with both hands mm-hmm. and i just fucking laughed at them because okay. it was incredible what had just fucking happened I like it. I'm going to open this part up for comments. I hope people put it in the Reddit. We'll try to look for it. Uh, my one liner for it would have been, guess my mom's not a whore, huh? Um, 
<laughs> or you know something along that effect like uh so much for my mom being a whore right <laughs> you know I guess, what's awesome too? i guess as it turns out your mother's a whore <laughs> dude oh my god and i you know it's funny my mother is is the epitome of of righteous religious piety in, in every <laughs> way she can form and, right. and, and so and, like it struck you as like this doesn't even make sense you don't well, know my mother her, i mm-hmm. called her and i said mom please forgive me this is what happened <laughs> he called he called you a bunch of names he called you a whore and and i knocked him out and what'd she, she goes, say she goes good for you honey <laughs> yeah she said you had the power of christ compelling you to <laughs> i completely Amen. understand Amen that. <laughs> in that moment lord was with you yeah he gave you that strength or the force you will strike no. down you against your foe that might hurt your brethren with a mighty fury <laughs> exactly oh my god that was fucking oh my god that's so funny you are so so funny. this it results in lawsuits and um further bitching but that i gotta figure you you told me there's only so much you could talk about but they you know did you sign paperwork yeah okay never mind all right was i stopped talking <laughs> i was um, gonna get really into but- it but basically, they, they wanted to just they were so like I said, at the top of this, this paperwork, um, you know, which is funny, because I get a knock at my door. I'm in Santa Cruz. I'm at home. I'm making dinner for my kids. And I get a knock at the door. And this dude serves me with this packet of papers. And he must have <laughs> been eating chocolate because there was chocolate all over this paper. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, you know, in his fingerprints all over it. And it's yeah, hot very- California <laughs> chocolate. Oh my God. You might yeah. get away with that in Minnesota, you know, be a public servant like, eating chocolate in your car. Yeah, Cold right. And I'm Minnesota. like, I like mm. this guy has no fucking like, like anyway, I was just kind of the whole pre- presentation of this thing. But at the very top, it said concussion and and um, what did I say? And embarrassment. embarrassment. And I was just and so basically <laughs> they I was like, oh, what a bitch. They both are. And and I just it was just right. I've been embarrassed money. before. You ever push on a pull door? I've never looked for anybody to sue about it. Yeah, dude, it's kind of incredible. <laughs> but they threw they threw something at the wall to see what see what stuck. Yeah. And yeah. um, and it's just kind of amazing. But you're absolutely right. They made way more money uh airing that shit um then but no one ever knew the backstory to that and that that it was the fight not just with that dude that they showed online that you can watch on youtube when you type in master redemption series there's a whole nother fight that happens with his wife because i think it got so next level that they were worried about but it lawsuit happened anyway so might as well so now you can pay 15 dollars to to see it all and (laughs) and i just uh they 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 did probably have that concession they're like yeah but the footage of your embarrassment is now ours we are buying your embarrassment and we're we're basically replacing your embarrassment with your integrity so you're going (laughs) to sell your embarrassment to us and you're going (laughs) to give your integrity that's what it's going to fucking cost you hundred thousand dollars of integrity and now here your ass is getting bitch slapped the fuck out like dana white (laughs) might have uh he's got that new you know slap fight series you might want to think about content yeah at least call up your buddy maybe make it a grudge slap right and like be like here's here's your chance to slap this girl that knocked your hoe ass out (laughs) With just, just you know, 
you you can man up to a 135 pound girl for a minute and and tough guy this one out open palm slaps so somebody <laughs> gives up yeah he's open got that he's got that slap. that's oh. a new fight league yeah dana white and then like the best i don't know i find it you're not probably familiar with Dana White slapping his wife recently then either, huh? No, I'm not. I mean, I know who he is, but I did not know that. Did he? And it wasn't. Yeah, I think it's just bullshit, though. Like they they set it up there like this. He's listen, he's he's white. He's going to make it through this. He's rich because um, look, at they they Will Smith, the same kind of made up shit. I think his wife was like, I'll take one for the team. We're going to promote the fuck out of your new series of slap fight. <laughs> and I'm going to slap you in a bar. And then Dana White slapped her back and it was all on video. And it was probably oh a videographer. God, video? Oh, yeah, yeah. It looks it looks bad, honestly. It, like, oh, like shit. I'd like to be the guy that defends Dana White sometimes in his in his remarks and stuff that he says about shit. But then um, seeing that, you're like, ah, I mean, it looked really I don't know. It looked comfortable, but there's a thing about it too. When you when you fight, it you get comfortable throwing. So he like bulked up for a second, and his shoulders got oh loose, my. like he was prepared to throw some hooks, you know. And there oh goes a God. second slap on her. He slaps her once, and then he starts to seem. It seems like he might be slapping her again. But as a lawyer, again, I like to play. I'm devil's advocate. Okay, it's a dark room. I believe that it could easily be argued that the second slap that you see was actually him attempting to uh, block a slap that might have oh. been coming from her and him attempting oh. to be from the outside and not be on the inside of that oh. block. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. That's my You're lawyer. We're good at this. You should you you are you are you are very good at this commentary stuff. I would just miss my, miss my calling. I should be a a, a, a what a consultant for for um <laughs> for videos of wives being slapped in court. I'm like no, I think there's a lot about the body position. Sure, the first one, but that's let's all be honest. The first slap is actually reactionary at this point. I mean, oh. it's four o'clock in the morning. He's a rich man. They're drunk as fucking ooted out of their brain on cocaine, and who knows what else kind of lavish drugs. She goes ahead and slaps him. Of course, his reaction to say, "Hey, I shouldn't slap her," is a little slower than everybody else's, depending on what kind of. I guess cocaine, maybe you know. Never mind. Anyways, he slaps her, and then the second time, he's actually thinking about it. You see his brain. And he's like, "Oh no, I shouldn't slap her," and he pulls himself back. A credit to the man. What a marvel. Of making us slower. That was definitely something that Ink Master uh, uh, producers fabricated uh, purposely for us to not do such a good job. Namely, at least in the women's uh, uh, dorm area, they kept the lights on till like four o'clock in the morning. Okay, so so that was one of the things. Also, you guys didn't have your own light switch. I don't believe we did. Uh, I remember that it was way different. You guys had like a little six person thing over there. It, it, it was, it was kind of nasty, of a, really. It was kind I of a setup. And so, so on the other side, okay, behind my pillow, behind my bed and my pillow, right? Mm -hmm. There is this skinny little nothing of a wall that you could just blow over like a feather, right? This very, very, just to paint this picture of a very, very, very thin wall, right? Right. That, Crouching that, tiger, on, hidden dragon kind of uh, on, yes. Chinese village. Yes. Pagoda. 
Rice, rice paper wall. Rice, rice paper wall. There is a rice paper wall that is separating my pillow and my mattress from the ice cold Jaeger machine. Right. <laughs> you remember that? It is also and in the <laughs> pool room. Wasn't that also? Wasn't yes. there a pool table there, so, too? So so they're saying they're saying to all of us, OK, don't get a lot of sleep. Drink a bunch of Jaeger. Get shit housed all fucking night and play yeah. a bunch of fucking pool and be a and and and, and barely be able to tattoo the next day because this won't be good for tv <laughs> i remember the girls dorm seemed as though i only peeked into a, a time or two but it it had so much more going on in it because of all the wardrobe and type type stuff oh yeah that oh yeah it, it was it seemed more clinic clinical or at least clean almost or less cluttered, at least, with 16 men staying in the other stinky-ass room. <laughs> wow. With a yeah, big open ceiling. Wardrobe. Dude, talk about wardrobe. They bought me, they purchased me one hell of a fucking wardrobe, okay? Really? They, the, 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 oh, yeah. You because remember? other girls were, uh, especially on the next season that I was on, they were, like, very disappointed with different things um, that, that was bought like like it, 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 I guess everything that was bought was not her style, at least for Melissa Monroe. And then I knew other people were like having to kind of fight a little bit to get any kind of clothes budget. Well, the and shit I know that, that they got me, I, I had my own clothes, so I, I had my own shit. And, and I, I believe you me, when I did the world's biggest tattoo convention in Vegas or whatever, I signed the Guinness books for it. There were uh-huh. like a thousand artists there. I tattooed that entire convention in, in, in six inch stilettos and fucking mini skirts. OK, <laughs> right, so, so, right. so you had a wardrobe, right? But, but uh, they, what uh, did they buy for you? They bought, dude. OK, just just for example, do you remember the very first filming scene, which was in the prison? Oh, yeah. Do you remember the prison? <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, single yeah. Needle, single needle prison style. Right. Which because that's, you know, super clean. Right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I was, like they should give us electric guitar string just to yeah. play it, you know, like Seriously, single needle cassette deck. G string fucking makeshift. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. OK, so so in that first episode, I am fully wearing their wardrobe that they purchased. They must have spent a thousand dollars on my wardrobe. They're like, we want this bitch to be in fucking. I, I have I, I still have some of the clothes that they, no, that they bought say, for you me. get to keep it. Right. Yeah. Dude, oh yeah, 100%. I mean, bougie shit too, okay? So I'm wearing that first episode. I'm wearing six-inch stilettos. I'm wearing a tight black mini skirt dress, a fucking leather jacket, like a small, tight, cute leather jacket. Yeah, perfect attire for a prison. What was that? Yeah. Perfect attire for a prison, yeah. Right? It it was just just kind of whatever. (laughs) And, and and I remember they wanted the, me to nobody wear in production shit. be like, so we're gonna introduce uh, this girl to this horny ass crew. Like that's <laughs> that's really what we're all about. These guys haven't seen like they have fantasies about about you know corrections officers and and, and turnkey <laughs> women in here that look like refrigerators, and <laughs> and we're gonna put this uh, parade of hot women in front of them in stilettos and miniskirts. This is good. Makes sense. Let's <laughs> let's roll with that. 
and they were there. They just couldn't be in that wing. They had to be, you know, because we weren't there that long. I don't remember exactly where we were, but that was a very interesting. Um, that was an interesting day. Yeah, because yeah, that wing was completely shut down, but they were housing, I believe. Oh, they yeah. Were housing. Because uh, why else was unless they had to staff all that area that we came through with officers and guards because we had to check through and all that kind of stuff, as you recall. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but then, of course, we the big reveal, we find out that these guys that were tattooing aren't really prisoners and that they're all acting basically. Supposedly, there were prisoners before. Was your do you remember if your your guy actually had done any crimes or? Not that I know of. I, I don't know. I think everyone's you pretty much uh, pre wins the lottery and is pre-selected to get whatever, you know, dog right. shit we give them in a fucking single needle. Because that is hard as fuck to use. A single needle is like, it, it just, you know, the smallest I really use, which I applaud anybody who is uh, a bad motherfucker with a single needle. My smallest that I use is like a tight three. You know what I mean? That's my, right. my you know, uh, you know, and I'm so about that's there about with you. I've, I've got a couple of singles and I'll break them out. I, I used one for the last tattoo I did. Um, and she and I never even used it. I pulled it out, but I never used it. I used a, a type five, actually, I think in its place, a bug pin five, oh, eight, five, whatever that matters. And she still is <laughs> very is fuck that bitch. All I can say about <laughs> that girl that got tattooed by me last time is like, God damn it. I got to change something about selecting my clientele like yeah what like, was that about tell me about that oh uh, just uh some people expect the world sometimes and you bring their expectations down to what you and you like you want to imagine they pick you for a reason above just the replication of their crap ass sketch that they sent you you know or they're, <laughs> they're you know i mean their pinterest searched thing uh, you're like you they 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 ask you to be an artist and to breathe life into their idea and you go ahead and you do you send them a sketch of it and they're like yeah i like it but not so we need to do a change or two to the wings uh and then add in all the other crap that and you're like well nothing works with all that other crap i took some of that crap out because i want to get your expectations down to what you know can be done in a timely fashion and and then you come there on the day and the girl just God bless her. God bless her for it. But I'm was never going to see her again. Was this in a yeah. convention? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like she'll never see. She, she bitched and whined about it so much that she added in these things. That I'm like, we, we don't have the time to get this done in this reference that you are. And we'll just have to see you next year. And she's like, I can't have this unfinished piece for a full year. I'm like, I don't. I, I mean, I'm not. What do you do? <laughs> like, yes, you are. And go ahead and do it. And you put all the crap on me this day to make sure that you had these tiny, minuscule, fucking no needed fucking stupid ass angels that were done so small <laughs> that they don't even look good and they can't hold up. And I told you they wouldn't. And they were going to take time away from the whole fucking tattoo. And now we're making compromises for the rest of the shit. And I don't like to make compromises. And we're just and I'm actually I'm more fed up now even than I was in. I'm trying to explain these things. <laughs> it's like I would explain it to a child. And I expect like my child's an intelligent kid. And so if I lay out uh, fucking, you know, his, his choices, he's already been given the opportunity to make the wrong choice enough that he realizes that he should listen to me. You know, when I'm giving yeah. out the instructions, I'm like, here, we have these choices. We can do it like this. Or we can do it like this. Here's some of the payoffs. Here's some of the drawbacks. And, and you're just can seeing you see them any? Like 
you 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 don't and that's what you're trying to explain to her i you know what because i'm taking it that you don't have a a set shop you do constant conventions correct yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. which is i applaud that like a motherfucker that's just well, i it, it it's all 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 in reference right you know i really appreciate your applause and i applaud anybody that can stay at a shop because i think we both just find different kinds of work at it you know me maintaining um a status inside of an area because like to, to have be a shop owner nowadays if you're going to have any kind of overhead you're going to need to sustain that with more artists and if you're gonna have any more artists now you're gonna have more headaches oh my god it's incredible that's why at this point i totally have space i have a pretty good i have a pretty good building and and i have this space totally set up for other artists and i just can't at this point with mm-hmm. with everything I've been through, I, I it's just a well-oiled machine with myself and and my 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 shop manager who it, I it just would shrivel up and die without her. She's just my best friend. I I absolutely love her. And and like I said, I, I you know I'm kind of opposite of your schedule. You do conventions on the weekends. I'm assuming I'm kind of opposite. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm Monday through Thursday. We we watch. I use topical numbers. I see one person all fucking day. We continue ba- full back sleeves, leg sleeves, all this stuff. And there's sitting there sometimes they fall asleep because they fucking can't feel anything but really it's self-serving for me because i want them to sit the fuck still and not be all you know and that's how i get through the day that those numbers work that good for you oh my fucking god dude i must have done your research what you're using well i I will get to that i use two in concert with each other uh the the first one i actually uh, uh sustain is um is one of the ones that I'm sponsored by the company uh, after Ink Master. That was one of those sponsorships. And that yeah. is, a, is an open skin topical. And, and a, 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 you know, once you've broken the skin, say you do a rose, you do the outer edge, and then you do a little bit of shading in the middle and you put it in and it, and it seeps in the broken skin and it spreads underneath the skin. And it's absolutely fantastic because it, it takes all the redness and swelling away through the whole course of the tattoo. Some people are like, oh, it makes the ink fall out and blah, 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 fuck that it's all bullshit because between that and the sanoderm healing patch dude shit is healing so absolutely fantastic totally you know i'm kind of anal i see people back i do touch up if it's needed and 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 things like that because it really matters to me how everything looks um but i I, I do use topicals but i i typically leave see something go away in one way and it heals different than i expect it to usually that i need to put a little bit more work into it and i always have this feeling that i'm doing something different with the um but it's oftentimes it's just like a vasocaine just like a vasocaine or uh or sometimes a bactine or something like that and then um one of the the better ones i used was made by saint mark there for a while okay well that tattoo numbing cream that's all over the place it's in australia that's actually a pre-broken topical um that stuff we order that in bulk people fucking love it uh and and i actually how long that. does that last for it you, lasts you're tattooing someone all day I've, I've only found them last for like two to three hours okay so but but i also apply constantly so every about 40 minutes you can't just use it at the beginning and then you're good all day okay. because the thing about the, the the tattoo numbing cream is the minute you start to it's great in the beginning right right and then right once you then start it comes on like a fucking skin, wall yeah, then they're starting to get irritable. You can reapply <laughs> the, the tattoo numbing cream. I found it, it takes about 10 minutes for that to really go in. But it, uh, the, the sustain that I've always used, um, I, uh, I, I 
I only use the tattoo numbing cream in the beginning or in a new spot that I'm going to go to. Once the skin is broken, I then use the sustain about every 40 minutes or so to the hour. And they don't feel a fucking thing all day long. You know, I got to wait. 100 percent. I won't work without it because I'm so irritated by people that they can literally just chill. There's and we watch like three or four fucking movies a day. And I love it it's just and in a way i'm kind of a snob like that i love my space we have the movies going it's it's predictable environment these people are on the schedule for a year you or you know i book about a year in advance and um and which i know some artists don't like like roman he's like i hate booking past six months because i want to go traveling and all this shit well for me i like to continue you came up under roman am i wrong didn't they kind of give you some some wheels in the industry his crew Um, Roman actually, uh, he gets spotted at a shop I was working at in Fresno. That's okay. how I got to know him. Super fucking rad dude. I learned a bunch of shit from him. And I was working in Fresno for a yeah, Tell him to be on my podcast. He'd be a lot cooler. Yeah. I Well, I haven't <laughs> talked to him for a long time, but I used to see him at conventions. And I have this great big spot that was like a double booth with no uh, nothing. In, and, and this woman, she owned this huge 4,000 square foot shop, tattoo shop in, in downtown uh, Tower District of Fresno. And, and it was absolutely incredible. Just uh, skylights and framed art and, and just an all star cast of artists. But she didn't have tattoos herself, which a lot Including of people- Including Roman or, or so. Was this before he had his own shop? No, uh, he had his own shop, but we would do conventions in Fresno, uh, in Fresno, okay. and 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 we actually hosted the the after convention parties at this huge four thousand square foot tattoo shop, and there was belly dancers and music and everything. It was incredible. So that's how I got to look, know Cecil Porter, who did my neck, and oh wow, and uh, and dropping Roman, some yes. names there, girl. Yeah, I remember him. Is he still he's still tattooing? I got mentioned. I haven't yeah. followed him though in a long time. Yeah, yeah, he did a work on my neck from like a trap to behind my ear. But Roman, uh, and he, Roman he was can is that how we pronounce his last name? Abrego, Abrego, yeah. And so right. he was working. He was uh, guest spotting next to me, um, and and that's how I got to know him. And he's a rad fucking dude, super fucking cool. Um, and I learned a couple of things from him. But I used to do a lot of conventions. Uh, and one of the cool things when I actually worked at this uh, convention in San Francisco one time, there was a guy who was across the way from me. And I, I just I saw I went up to him. and I was like, man, he did this this portrait. It was black and gray, uh, you know, female face. And it was like on a lower forearm and it had like a bunch of black around it. But there, it, it, it was it was so elegantly done. And the black was so black black and the, it wasn't overshaded and he really just and I go you gotta tell me how did you get your fucking black so black is it the way you packed it in it, right. is it the ink you use which I don't prefer dynamic I like uh Kirasumi but, but um, he was it, using it huh but well I don't know what he was using he said <laughs> okay. he said really want to know yeah. uh, I go I'm dying to know he said I went back in after it was healed and I packed it in again okay right I yeah. was like motherfucker that's so badass and it was yeah. just um and then what roman a little i, I love these little kind of one-liner uh life-changing nuggets of brilliance you know and, right. and for roman what he said he was doing something and he was highlighting in it he'd do this full fucking thing just in front of me and it would just he, he's just so ridiculously talented um and i 
I go, Roman, oh my God, like, how, how did you get the white so fucking white? Like, is it the, the way you're packing it in? Is it the white you're using? Like, please fucking tell me. And he goes, you use very little of it. And I go, what the, what do you mean? He goes, I just build up through so many layers of, of changing the color to white that when I actually pack in the white, I use so very little actual pure white. Right. That it shines like, where it's at. Yeah, uh-huh. so it's kind of like a, if you have a white ball, you know, it's kind of gradation scale up to the very center. Probably just the very, very center of that quarter size is actually pure white. But it's gradation, right. you know, of like silvers as it goes to the back. And But for us artists, as it goes, the midtones are not nearly as fun to work as the more dynamic highlights and shadows. So Absolutely. we're going to spend some time on the shadows and then we're like moving right along, pack in a bunch of white, flatten this thing right out, make it look ugly. <laughs> oh my god you're such a dry my so history anyway, my history of it but you know for me though because um you know i see one person all day and we we knock out big fucking chunks i mean we solid color black and gray whatever it is we knock out like so we you know when people leave it's we know we got some fucking work done and it's because of these topical numbers and stuff and the way we work at it but you know it, it's like you know a lot of artists you know uh do the outline come back to the shading because the skin the, the body's already telling the skin ooh, heal that spot but it's right. kind of cool with those topical numbers that i use in concert with each other which i'll text you both of those just so you have that through text it's kind of like when your nipples hard right it makes okay. like it makes like the skin around like tighter because your nipples hard. like you know for example okay, you have, yeah and and so it makes because it causes like almost like micro chicken skin in a way it makes everything tighter and like take white it may, it takes all the swelling and redness away so you can do something into completion or at least in a See, full I section. I feel like that tightness is harder for me sometimes to tattoo through. Like there's a translation that, uh, that I, I have to it. learn. I wonder that you might've learned this too, this patience or this pressure. I feel sometimes like I'm literally fighting the ink at this one point where you're like, wait a second. This is like when my machine wasn't running right, you know, in my apprentice day or I never had apprentice days, but my early days of lying to people and saying, sure, I know what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> Amen. The, it, yeah. When you're like I fighting with it, and you're like, why isn't this going in? See, I actually feel the opposite. I feel that like once I get to that stage, maybe because I know they're chilling, I'm chilling because yeah. I can feel it when they're getting all tense and then they get squirmy. I don't like that. You know, I, I, I like it when they're super fucking calm. You know what I mean? And then I put the, uh, yeah. you know, and they're chilling. Out. Wait, next thing you know, we fucking watch a couple of horror movies, a couple of comedies. You know what I mean? We've gone all, all fucking day and they don't, their, their ass hurts more in the fucking chair than the <laughs> tattoo does. And I love that. You know what I mean? It sounds awesome. So I, I'm familiar totally with that wall breaking <laughs> and that they, where you, even if when they've tried the number like process, um, and I think we did get better with it this second time. Cause I had a guy that came and he bought his own number offline. He used it. It was a pre number. And then I used some numbing during, and I used that during breaks. I think he did a lot better this time, but the first time it like wore off in two to three hours. And then it was like a wall of pain just cascaded over him. Yeah. It's so, so the way I look at hurt. it, it's, it's worse. It's worse. It is literally worse to start with it numb and then feel it later than it is just yeah. like fucking 
split the whole time. So, so when you start with that, <laughs> so now I'm to, doing that. Yeah, I'm doing it. I've been doing it different. I'll, I'll try this more it, it now, it but I sit up and I'm like, I don't tell anybody about it until they're really struggling. And I'm like, all right, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I got this thing and it might help. And then they're like, yeah, what I, the fuck kind of asshole has this thing this whole time sees me struggling like that and doesn't say anything. We're like, well, it's because now you need it. You know, before it would have been bad. Well, see, I try, they try, they pay. Uh, I have the, the sustain I use as a, mm. I, I give it courtesy uh, because they give it to me. I give it, but the, uh, just cause I'm such a nice person. And like I said, <laughs> it's totally self-serving for me when they're. Yeah. Well, you're killing. paying it forward there. Oh my okay, God. I follow. Yeah. Yeah, and it helps but, you in that fashion. Oh my God, one hundred percent. I don't fucking work a day without it. I swear. I, I I just love it. And so, um, and but the 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 tattoo numbing cream, we actually buy in bulk, like five hundred dollars at a time from fucking Australia. Uh, and they they we we charge them. Uh, you want this pre broken shit? It's an extra little fee. It's not much, but you know we we they pay for that. Right. Um, and, but it's, I like that. It, 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 see, if they buy something and they bring it to you and you're not familiar with it, uh, that's kind of a disadvantage for you. If you have something that you're, like you said, but yeah. this, this shit I use is absolutely fabulous. But if you kind of know what to expect, you can kind of navigate it really good. And some right. people don't, some people want to feel it. They're, they're, they, they, they love it. And so for those people, great for the people that wouldn't have got the work done um, <laughs> or really struggling or something, especially, or at least if anything, yeah, that's they sustain, need it. the sustained shit it is absolutely fantastic. Uh, I don't break that, anybody's balls anymore, but my wife is still on it a little bit. She calls, she, she uses a, uh, a numbing cream called triactin. Hello. Oh yeah. Can you hear me? Uh oh, hello, hello, hello. Can you hear? Me? Let me try this way. I don't know what I did. I don't know what's going. On. Give me just a second here. Okay, it says your video is stopped. All right, is that working now? No. All right, now I don't know it's what working. I pushed with my face here. Hold on. Okay. It was on your end. You you muted your mic. Can you hear me actually though? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah. My wife uses a a, a a numbing cream called triactin. Oh, okay. She, she says, uh, triactin like a man. <laughs> she says, You want any triactin? She'll come by in the worst time for some some dude, especially struggling in my chair. So Kyle, you want some triactin for that? And they're like, oh, ooh, what's triactin? That sounds awesome. I would love to get some triactin because that it's got to make this easier. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that is that a joke or is that really what it's called? No, it's straight up joke. Yeah, it's it's the best one because they fall hook, line and sinker. It's like I don't even I feel bad about pulling the punchline on them because I know they're in pain and I need to hurt them more. And now I'm just going to demoralize them as well because my wife just came up and noticed their pain. And in the most um, apathetic way, just pull the joke out on them, you know, because you're like, hey, Kyle, do you want to try acting for that? Looks like it's hurting them. Oh, my God. <laughs> terrible which actually it makes yeah. me think of a moment that i did with uh jason clay dunn yes. god bless him 
um, different convention. I think we were in Pomona. I think Are we, we did saying that like he's deceased now. Like peace no. be with him. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Clay, yes. God bless yes, you. God bless him. Uh, uh, I was just God a bless Jason Clay. Don. Uh, and so um, we did a convention in Pomona, and um, he was just grinding on this uh, inner elbow. You know, just that soft inner crease, not the actual elbow, but the inside, the inside yes. of the bed. And, um, and he was just going to town and this poor guy, oh my God, it was like this poor guy looked like he was just fighting back the tears. He was about ready to stop. And I had already told like, cause way back then I'd been sponsored by, uh, sustain and I go, Hey, you want to try this stuff I got? And he's like, yeah, yeah, cool. Whatever. And I was like, cool. Right on. Well, uh, this guy was fucking dying. I mean, he was getting great. I mean, it was already done, but I swear it was just, it looked like it was just going and going and going. And I was just like, Oh my God, this poor guy. And, um, and Jason went to the bathroom and this guy was like, so, so what's that stuff that you have? And I go, oh, it's this. I was going to give some to Jason. Uh, and he goes, uh, I'd like to try that. And I go, okay, that's probably okay. Because I, I told him I'd give him a bottle and he, and he wanted to. And so right. it was guy asking me, right. I, I was like, oh, okay. You know, uh, he's a grown ass man. He asked me for this topical number and I, yeah. and I, gave it to him and he, he came back oh my god jason was like so pissed like i didn't really tell because he was a little passive aggressive about it but um he was so pissed that so he knew something had changed and that this guy wasn't in so much pain which is kind of funny but when he packed up and left Did the it table waste? was clear the only thing left on that table was that fucking bottle of sustain that i left for him uh, oh yeah, yeah. See, i don't i don't care for it either sometimes i'm like uh you know, let me manage my my pain. That's why yeah, the hey, triactin, that, that's when it's really good. I will use triactin in the event that it comes by and somebody makes their own kind of suggestions like that. Like, hey, man, uh, could we put some, you know, like uh, some kind of number on it or something? I'm like, I, I've got some triactin. Yeah, I'll, I'll pull it out then. <laughs> Funny. And, you know, twitch their own. And a lot of people don't like to use stuff like that. That is just uh, my I, I like to use it now. I completely am uh, converted because it is harder on some people. And I need to make money for the day. And doing a tattoo convention, I don't get to figure out how tough you're going to be. And also at the, at, at the convention, sometimes it's just heightened, you know, because there's so many people yeah. walking around. Oh, um, yeah. There's titillating things to see, you know, it's extravaganza, a festival of lights and all. Um, yeah. So so as you're there, you might feel like everybody's watching. It could be rough on them. So I like it. However, um, yeah, I don't know. Like for me, I, I don't like to use candy. Gave, when I was getting my neck done, she gave me some some kind of, I can't remember, some kind of like Vicodin or Percocet that she had stored away for her own tattoos. Uh -huh. um, she, you know, like some back pain stuff that she's like, might need a tattoo one day on the inner thigh. We'll put this in the right. safe. <laughs> uh, and so she was like, here's for your neck. Cause, and I was like, man, I don't know. And luckily I lost it or I don't know bad. I lost it. Um, I would have taken, I remember going into my pocket like because i was hurting so bad i'm like all right i'm gonna have these fucking perks set whatever the fuck they are now and i opened up the thing and there i didn't have it <laughs> i was like oh, oh. The fuck some somebody hopefully well hopefully it didn't go nowhere at any rate yeah I, I, but i i feel i don't know when i get tattooed i feel like i want to feel it because yeah, a lot of people as a tattoo artist i give it and if i'm gonna ask them to take it 
then I feel like I kind of need to be able to give it or take it myself. I mean, 100%. And I guess for me personally, this is just myself personally. I know a lot of people are different. Um, I definitely like to maximize the day, you know, and, uh, and if that will add a couple of, you know, it it, it makes the the day more fruitful because they're in a calm state. Um, Also, because I am a mother, I do care. And when they start to kind of, even if they don't say anything, when they start to kind of cringe up and stuff, I feel it. And I like it when they're, I, I like it. I, I almost want to kind of knock them out and finish and wake. Oh, you're all done. You can wake up now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's going to be self-serving for me. <laughs> I do. Yep. But to each their own. And I respect but that does always. it for you then. <laughs> oh. You've been where you sustain was your sponsor when you were yeah. on the show originally then uh, too. After. It was right after. Okay. So sustained topical blue blue numbing gel, which is absolutely fantastic. I swear by it. Even would if you, you don't. Would you recommend ahead? the show then? I'm, I'm curious because these things popped off in the, in the being able to travel worldwide. Would you recommend going on Ink Master to younger artists that you were mentoring or, you know, showing the ropes? Or would you tell them to steer clear of things like that? Well, that is a loaded question. Um <laughs> <laughs> also, comma, I don't even know if they're still airing. I mean, are they still doing seasons? Yes, I just had I- Creepy Jason on the show yesterday from this latest season 14. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I love it I, that I, you're that. I mean, not like this is the hub of the world anymore. Now that network has been destroyed by streaming platforms, you have to go to, to uh, Paramount. But I was able to find a way to bootleg it. You know, anybody should be able to. There's there's hacks out there. And, you know, you know, I don't even know how to answer that. Um, (laughs) It was definitely a kind of a double edged sword in a lot of ways for me. It was so good. And and it was also um, hard in a lot of ways like uh for my relationship being with someone that was like jealous oh, and controlling and crazy already, yeah and then it goes and crazy with your, your image it was scary for a minute but otherwise you know i loved i i just had i for the most part i had a great experience i love like everyone there at least for season three for me i i just loved the cast. I thought everyone was rad. There was nobody, even you know, even Mystical Mike that we had that situation. I still <laughs> wish him the best. And I just thought it was just such a rad crew of people that I loved for the most part my experience. Um, but I know that things kind of changed the uh, as yeah. the seasons went on. I think right after our season, I think things got considerably harder. I mean, like, and, and when I say that, I mean, for example, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the times that we were uh, going to meet somebody to draw, um, you know, we, we do photo shoots all day long. It's 10 o'clock at night. Uh, you were there. You know this. 10 o'clock at night. We're meeting with our client. We have between t- 10 o'clock at night and midnight to mm-hmm. consult with these people. And then between midnight and six in the morning, midnight to six in the morning that's <laughs> six hours to yeah, to have slept to draw. do the art and for me being a female be camera ready which is right, yeah. you know 
heels and mini skirt and big hair and, and all they that weren't putting our makeup thing. on for us right. <laughs> for you yeah well not for me obviously but they weren't putting it on for you girls like you guys had to do your makeup and then they would have like a girl that would come by and kind of pretty young yeah whatever. like apply, did, apply whatever they i i actually did all my own everything uh you know i got a couple tips about stuff but i i preferred to do it myself but um yeah so that was like like so for me that would be two hours of drawing two hours of sleeping and two hours of getting ready for you know and so mm -hmm. uh they definitely don't in every way, shape, and form set you up for success. Um, and I heard it got considerably <laughs> harder after that. And so I think they were making them draw the same day. But I think I, they might there there might have been a freedom in that too. I wonder that if I because we were meeting them at 10 o'clock, as you explained. So I'm thinking if they were meeting them earlier in the day and then drawing in that short period, three hours, two hours, whatever, to pair your tattoo and then tattooing. I, I feel like that's more for me, um, kind of the way it goes, anyways. Anyway, you know, like, yeah, conventions on the spot. Yeah. Which is Instead of sleeping overnight and doing it, it almost it gives you because of the pressure of still trying to get a day's worth of sleep in. Yeah. It, everything was harder, right? You know no, what I mean. And 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 so when I did conventions, I'm like you in that way where I do well under pressure like that. There's all these people you gotta, you know, uh, one of the um uh apprentices that I had I mean the stars had to be aligned for her to be able to tattoo I love her dearly but she did a great <laughs> job but I don't think she would have uh excelled doing the convention line so much um you know but uh you know for me uh what were you saying um you were saying just the same day but um oh I lost my train of thought here that's what anyway. we got editing for <laughs> <laughs> so with complete confidence of course i don't know if we'll edit it out candy candy sometimes doesn't find things give her the longest pause and then she'll find it <laughs> i don't um i'm sorry i don't remember i, I know that uh, it was more about the time frame of the show itself um and how it changed i think one one phrase like if i wake up in the middle of the day i meet my customer i'm in an artist mode and i'm ready yep. to go and and then I do my art and then I get to tattoo it that day. And although I'm stressed from the earlier part, tattooing yeah. is my default. So it's actually my stress reliever. So it works out perfectly. And I sleep at the end of the night Yeah. when I you have the anticipation of doing the tattoo and being prepared for it and also managing your sleep. I felt like that was the harder thing to, to yeah. manage. Oh, I that remember. So but see, that's one of the things, though, is so I can work like that. Um, at this point in my career, I really like to work the way I do now. Um, however, in that situation, um, oh my God, uh, <laughs> I fucking, I'm getting tired now. Forgive me. Hold on just a second. You had just said, oh my God. um, I'm sorry, Kyle. I, you keep on going back to this apprentice and I feel like the emotional attachment of this poor apprentice not really succeeding pulls you back a bit from your your um your train of thought. Am I wrong? No, you're right. Well, uh, I, don't I hear know. the failure in you're like, oh, this poor girl. She really tried because that's remember <laughs> that's where that's where you got off track. You were you were explaining the the you know, your your I think you're getting around to explaining how comfort uh is the part of 
tattooing there is such a part of tattooing that it taken out of context alters so much and i think i see that i don't know if you were going to go with that in ink master because obvious but i think that obviously applies there too oh but- i remember the drinking i remember okay so a lot of people a lot of people uh especially that don't have kids some do some don't a lot of people can function well when they have been partying all, all day, all night, and then they can work the next morning on no sleep. And so I think with that Jaeger machine and the pool table and all of that, a lot of those dudes, you know, or a lot of, you know, prim- primarily mm-hmm. dudes, you know, can um, are used to partying a lot and then just making it happen the next day. I personally am not somebody that can do well on no sleep. Um, so I think that's where some people were able to do really good. I do good at conventions where you kind of got to, you know, work, you know, be a swan in the chaos. But when it comes to, as long as I've slept the night before, I'm good to go. But that's where I had a hard time was the lack of, uh, six hours of sleep, which other people were better at than myself. Well, I think there's, there's a level of anxiety too, to managing Knowing that I have to draw is one thing before I, you know, but knowing that I have, like, I don't sleep sometimes before a tattoo convention, right? So I don't sleep good Thursday night. Oh, yeah. Times. Yeah. I just uh, knowing that I've got the day ahead of me, I'm meeting with my client that we've already got this thing. I can be worried about how that's going to go, you know, um, is, is Pennsylvania going to be open up, uh, you know, the stencil area. <laughs> Are we going to be able to do these different functions of the tattoo? That anxiety sometimes gets me. I get anxious. Now that same thing obviously applies at the show at the convention or the, the ink master show, but also the fear now of, of like the already anxiety that keeps me up, but now also knowing that I have to manage that prior, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, like knowing that I have to try and force myself to go to sleep at some point tonight. I have no idea how after doing this long ass drawing and trying to rack my brain to put, you know, through the hoops, my creativity's lost. My energy's all gone from the day of shooting. And then I also have to worry about, I know I'm not going to sleep tonight. Yeah. Like why even better you than me then in that situation for sure which with the stencil makers you know they have those little portable ones that are awesome that you can make sure that you always have that available for yourself i I refuse to use them (laughs) do you (laughs) yeah yeah i've got a dear friend who runs stencilvania at the tattoo convention and just as a matter of keeping him alive and in support i I go to see him and hope that that my airdrop works that's not necessarily true but there is some truth that i don't care to i i i I could get the s8s or whatever but i really rarely use stencils most often i'm freehanding on the skin oh my god thank you god if you i i really appreciate that you said that i do a lot of pre-drawing but if an artist cannot draw for the most part, a sleeve with their fucking Sharpies, you probably should not be tattooing. I, I, I wouldn't. I, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that, actually. I was going to try and say I wouldn't quantify it that, but sure, you probably shouldn't be tattooing. A lot of things probably people shouldn't be tattooing, but not to me that that means they should stop tattooing because when I first started tattooing, boy, I should not have been tattooing, so I would have never <laughs> been, I never gotten that. here if I had stopped at the first point of somebody being like, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> But well, all my point is, is I'd love to know that people can do it on paper first, that you you can right. that you have 
the art skills as a whole. And then, and then, uh, you know, that makes me feel good to know that you can, yes, it's totally saves time to. Well, I find if I draw on the skin, it fits the skin. Um, I already have to apply the shape of the body. Also, if I can do it with an ink pen, I can do it way better with a machine. So I, even if it's like what this is, this is the part that I I probably shouldn't admit to the part that I like about it. (laughs) But if I set up their expectations so low, (laughs) right. With a stencil that is all nasty. And they're like, I can't read that. It was a bunch of green and red Sharpie with a couple of black ink pen works. And then, then he made something that looked halfway sensible. They're going to see that transformation and imagine it. The halfway sensible that I end up with is actually beautiful. Like, oh, oh my, my God, God, it's beautiful. Well, you should have seen what it looked like before. You know, Oh my gosh, that's so funny. You were so funny. <laughs> it's life at this point. I, don't know, I think that people, they got, they, they got it. They, they, there's something about me and my tattooing generally that my clientele find and that's with all of us i think right like you might not be the person that you want to be you know you kind of suck compared to who you want to be you know i always want to be a different tattooer i used to want to be joshua carlton i used to want to be guy Aitkinson. i used to want to be roman abrego you know i wanted to be all these different people and i've never achieved it at any point but i've always been working and there have been people that came up to me so happy about who I already was based off of my work, not even just, you know, so yeah, I was like, I I kind of suck, but people still somehow there's people that love my kind of suck, you know, (laughs) and I I just got to look for those people that like that kind of, you know, and then then you got a whole life. That and is maybe priceless. <laughs> in this priceless. in this earth, isn't that what we're we're supposed to communicate with people, anyways? And maybe you're not supposed to communicate with everybody, but you're like a <laughs> lightning rod for certain kind of. So unfortunately, I don't get all the winners, you know. But like that's <laughs> like I don't like winner people. Maybe even you know, honestly, <laughs> I, I like <laughs> Nate Diaz is one of my favorite MMA fighters, not because of his winning record. You know, and not maybe because of his winning attitude, but because of his persistence. Um, oh, my gosh, that's awesome. I don't even know where this leads now. <laughs> well, hey, I, I got to get going anyway, because I got to work in the morning. So anyway, but wow, it was fantastic. Let me sign off with my sign. Yeah. I, I, I Because now I can finally actually say it completely. I have stayed too long and I have said too much. And with that, Allie, thanks so much for being a part of the podcast. I really appreciate it. Anytime you want to come back on, you got anything to anything you want to put on the platform, you're more than welcome. Get a hold of me. We'll do this again. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Keep in touch over social media. We'll do. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Okay. Okay. Bye.